0: Are you ready to be on a podcast that's not your own? I know. I've done a few in the last like month and I really like it. It's like therapeutic.
1: Isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of like a completely different vibe when you're talking on someone else's that's yeah. not your own.
0: I know. Cause I feel like I talk m- more about myself on somebody else's where on mine. I'm talking more about other things to yes. entertain my audience. Cause they're like, all right, Sam, we've heard enough of you. Like <laughs> talk about something different, but I'm excited. I know whenever I do solo
1: episodes, I think to myself, oh, I already made that joke or I already talked about this or yeah. whatever. Sometimes I love doing the solos, but it's a lot more fun to just be on someone else's. Yeah. I've never done a solo.
0: I'll have to do that at some point. Oh my, my gosh, podcast. yeah. It's yeah. always been Taylor and I.
1: Okay, there yeah. you go. Well, you guys should split it up. Maybe do yeah. it for the holidays. But I think we are. You guys, <sighs> today I have Sam on my podcast. Everyone say hello, Sam. Hi, guys. <laughs> I'm so excited to be on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Fun on Weekday's podcast. It's me, Jenna, your host, and Sam today. And Sam is one of my friends here in Austin, but she comes from a pretty different like world of social media.
0: Yes, very she different. Is a fitness influencer. Yep. Do we call that like a fitfluencer? Yeah, I I guess you would, you would <laughs> call it that. You know what? It's actually funny because I, for the longest time, have not really liked the word influencer. What are your thoughts on that word? I do think it's kind of, um, I think it has a negative connotation. Yeah, I do too. But I mean, I, you know what? I love what I do. I love that like my um, like niche so-called has been fitness because it is a massive part of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, but within the last like year and a half, I'm so happy that I've been able to change it into adding like wellness, food recipes. I'm a huge foodie. So if you go to my page, like I have so many recipes and so many foods and full days of eating and stuff like that, but it's just everything now. And I love it.
1: Yeah, I kind of switched over from just fitness, and we talked about that a little bit. Sam and I got coffee before we started this, and we were just chit-chatting, catching up on things, um, because I feel like doing fitness as social media, like your content, all the time can be super draining and just like so... just
0: kind of take over your life, take out the enjoyment of actual fitness. Yeah, that's exactly what you just said. Like it's kind of how it felt like with anything. Like if you have something that you're super passionate about and you do it a little bit too much and you kind of dive way too far into it and you it just consumes your life, you get burnt down from it so quickly. And we actually, me and Taylor actually did a podcast episode about this two weeks ago. And our audience really loved it because we were just talking about how like you need to have things outside of your like passion like mm-hmm. other hobbies, like your one passion can't be the only hobby you have because you're gonna get so burnt out from it. So I love playing like ice hockey, field hockey. Um, I'm huge in graphic design. My degree was graphic design, so like mm-hmm. even like when I'm not really doing anything, I'll just hop on my computer and just do art and stuff. But I just think in terms of fitness, and which will this podcast episode, we'll probably get really into mm-hmm. that. I feel like fitness is every aspect of your life, mentally and physically. If you're not doing you know, if you're not balancing out everything, you're not going to have like a good workout relationship if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think it is important that with fitness you have like other things in in it because you'll get burnt out really quickly.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to get into it today. So I figured we could talk about fitness and your relationship to it, especially Mm -hmm. going into like the holidays. I think there's a lot of pressure for maybe when you're going home and you're seeing friends from high school or family or whatever, and then going into the new year, everyone just has this like mindset that you have to be in your absolute best shape ever so I want to talk about that but before we get into it um, I'd love for you to like introduce yourself and some background to who you are.
0: Yeah I think what my background is like will really relate to a lot of people listening because right now I'm in a very good relationship with my body my food and everything but like I came from a place where I was struggling bad like I had a very unhealthy relationship with food but um this kind of all stemmed from when I was in college. I played field hockey and lacrosse in college, and I was a two sport athlete, and the over exercise under education on like nutrition played a big role on that. So I came from a really bad background of like restrictive eating, which then ended up cycling into binge eating, and it was just a constant cycle for like a few years. And when I actually was playing field hockey and lacrosse, I was so fixated on cardio and just like burning as many calories as possible, mm-hmm. like my Apple Watch, the phone with my financial. Pal and my body weight on the scale, like those numbers like determined my happiness like day to day so much
1: mm-hmm.
0: that it just kind of like I woke up one day and I was like, I can't allow this to be my life for the rest of my life being so focused on numbers and like cardio and just moving my body because it was so taxing. Like my relationship with friends, my ex-boyfriend, my parents, like it took a toll. So once I started to get like really into bettering myself. I learned so much and that was, I graduated in 2016. When did you graduate? 2016. 2016. Oh, high school? Or no, I'm sorry, college. Oh my goodness, no college. <laughs> Dude, I graduated 16 but college was 2020 so. Okay. Were you 2022? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where'd you go to college? LaSalle University in Boston. It's a really small school. Okay. I played D3 sports and like I didn't have really like a social life outside of it like because my school was so small but um, yeah, so I decided like my junior year that's when I decided to go abroad and I quit one of my sports so I was ended up only being a one sport athlete and it it came to the point where I was like oh my goodness I can't play sports anymore like how am I going to remain active so mm-hmm. that's when I started to learn a lot about fitness and all that and I got so passionate about it and while also learning I was like also healing my relationship with food and the gym and just over the last what now like three four years that mm-hmm. we've been Out of college? Oh, it's weird to say. It is weird to say. (laughs) I have now gone into a place where, like, none of that really affects me. So, talking about, like, the whole, like, holiday thing, it's, like, it has a special place in my heart because that was, like, one of the hardest things for me Mm -hmm. was coming home, having to deal with family and friends making comments, all the holiday food, like, all of that. So, I am excited to dive into that
1: yeah exactly too um one of your things that you said about like your apple watch yeah so I had an apple watch um I got it I think last year for Christmas and I or maybe even the year before that I used to look at it all the time when I first moved to Austin I was working out so much and like you said in college too I was and even now I feel like I'm just beginning to educate myself but I'm Mm -hmm. still trying to find that balance and one of the only things that's helped me was getting rid of the apple watch yep so I didn't fixate on that number and also literally i donated our scale i i yeah. could not look at our freaking scale ever again cuz it was just making me so mad and it's like it didn't matter how good i felt or how strong i felt i would stand on the scale and i would just be so mad because it felt like i had no progress if i didn't see the number change at all
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so what are some of the ways that you were able to kind of shift that mindset and change from like that relationship relying on those numbers to yeah. then just relying on your body no
0: that's first thing is get, can I swear on this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I swear a lot. Like, oh yeah. Literally the name of my podcast is the F word. Yeah. It's fitness and fuck. Cause I swear a lot. I love it. Anyways. Um, one thing was getting rid of the scale, getting rid of the apps in your phone, the Apple watch, whatever it is, and just get rid of those numbers. And another thing is like, if you're someone that's already super like addicted to working out in like a bad way where it's not really treating your body, right? Taking more rest days mm-hmm. and not being so active. Like you need to teach yourself that like you can be okay with not going to the gym that day or not completing that extra, like, thing of cardio or whatever it was. For for me personally, when I saw, like, the body weight scale go up or down, like, I punished myself. Mm-hmm. So I would go on the stairs for, like, an extra, like, 30 minutes and, like, look at the calories burned on my watch. So one thing is obviously getting rid of those things. And then once you get rid of those things, you can then start to – do the active part by maybe it's different for everyone. So mm-hmm. some people are, it's like they overexercise some people, maybe it's food. They, you know, treat food as like their coping mechanism based on like the number on the scale and like they'll restrict. And then if they restrict, then they end up binging when they are either alone or mm-hmm. they're emotional. They're dealing with like anxiety, depression, whatever it is. So going into those like pieces and being more active with it and kind of like understanding will help so much for me, I kind of went through all of them. Um, I was in a very restrictive mindset. Um, you know, I did, I would eat only like around like a thousand calories, 12,000 calories, which is not enough for someone our age with how active I was. So for me, it was teaching myself to eat more food and like educating myself on like what a proper dish was. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I started to learn what protein was, carbohydrates, fats. And I know some of your audience maybe listening probably doesn't really know what that stuff is just because, you know, this isn't like a fitness podcast. and You're not like really talking about those things. But Protein and carbs and fats are macronutrients. So those are what makes up a like healthy dish in front of you. And you need to make sure you're consuming those things. And protein specifically is the most important macronutrient in my mind. So when I first started getting into tracking my food, I made it very important that when I was creating food dishes whether snacks or anything it was very high in protein and I wouldn't track these things because I like I said I had to get rid of the apps I had to get Mm -hmm. rid of like anything that involved numbers but I just knew okay I'm gonna make a dish right now this has to have some protein in it so maybe chicken if I'm having breakfast maybe some eggs or protein powder I love doing protein oats that's like my favorite breakfast Mm -hmm. and just really focusing on the food aspect and really fueling my body because the more I started to fuel my body, the more I started to realize like other benefits with it. Like I had more energy. I wasn't Mm -hmm. relying off of caffeine. I had more endurance in the gym and just like all of these things. And it just goes, it's in a circle. It's really crazy. Once you start to experience those things and the benefits that come along with it, then you kind of get addicted to it.
1: Mm -hmm. I think more recently I've been trying to eat healthier. Um, just as you said, with protein aspect of it, I think in my mind, I just always believed that if I eat too much protein or like too many protein shakes, which I love, that it would make me bulky mm-hmm. and that it would make me like gain weight or you wouldn't
0: I wouldn't be as quote unquote toned. Do you think that that's kind of like a misconception? Huge misconception. I, I right now don't track my food, but when I was tracking my food, I was making it, um, I was trying very hard to hit at least one gram of protein per body weight and I know for some people this can vary because you know um there's so basically you're like there's so much to talk about I don't even know where to get (laughs) (laughs) it the whole there's so much but basically if you were to track one gram of protein per your body weight and you made up all that food you you the amount of food you're probably consuming in terms of protein is probably so so low compared to what you need to be consuming if you're not tracking and when you track food it helps you so much realize like the portions and like the sizes of your meals and how much you actually need to be eating day to day so Mm -hmm. I can solely think like tracking my my food for being the reason that I can just kind of like go day to day like knowing what to eat like the type of bowl I can make for food my breakfast and whatnot but yeah protein does not make you bulky carbs don't make you fat fats don't make you fat it's all about like the consumption of the food which we could totally get into if you wanted to but basically if you are just like maintaining you want to be eating the amount of proper food that your body is exerting day to day so food does not make you bulky ladies don't be scared of it
1: (laughs) (laughs) perfect we love to hear that especially going into the holiday like I remember actually going home last year I was trying to be gluten and dairy free. And I had been doing it for a couple months, but, you know, I'd have, like, hiccups here and there because it's not always easy when you're somewhere that doesn't have a lot of options. So when I was going home for the holidays, I was, like, doing really well with it. And I remember feeling, like, so guilty because I had been eating things that weren't, you know, gluten or dairy-free, and in my mind it was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to see this change or whatever, um, which isn't necessarily the case. But mm. I think getting so fixated on that um, is definitely not a healthy relationship to have. So if people want to learn more about like nutrition and stuff and how to have a balanced diet, do you have any resources of places that you learned that from?
0: Yeah. So honestly, so I got my CBT, which I know obviously not a lot of people like if you're really into like learning about that type of stuff and you want to get like your certificate and like become a trainer or whatnot great resource to learn these types of things but there's a lot of great podcasts out there like obviously mine we don't go into like the sciences of that stuff just because one I'm not like certified enough to talk about the sciences behind all that stuff but podcasts are great if you want to just listen to those of course mine but I wouldn't say like the sciences if you want to learn the basics we kind of dumb like dumb down things when we Mm -hmm. talk about stuff that's what I like on our podcast (laughs) no seriously because it's like Fitness and nutrition is so simple. And I just feel like a lot of the times people overcomplicate it and try to make it scarier and like keep it interesting Mm -hmm. when it's, it's just so simple. Like learning these things and adapting it to your lifestyle is very simple, but a lot of times people will overcomplicate it. But influencers, like fitness influencers are great tools to have. Like I, when I got into it, I followed a lot of like, Um, I don't know if you're familiar with like Whitney Simmons, the KK fit twins, any of these like content creators, they're (laughs) massive. So I followed a lot of those types of people and then like listened to like podcasts and learned through that. And then of course my CBT, but okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, what you said that it's fitness is very simple. I feel like for someone that's not super into fitness or like you're just starting to get into it. Um, I feel like it can be super overwhelming because there's, there's almost like an influx of too many resources and it's kind of like who do i listen to you know and then there's videos all over tiktok of different fads of different types of exercises that like we'll try and then you know and then it's like on to the next one and it's kind of like i don't know exactly what the true definitive like best resource is because i think it is always changing you know oh yeah
0: i was actually saying this today to my roommate i was looking on my like for you page and this mom like this Mom, I the reason I knew she was mom because I went to her profile. Oh, wait, I might follow her. I don't know, we'll see. So, she was posting a workout or a transformation. It was a drastic transformation like, was it like 150 well, pounds? No, oh, well, okay. I don't know, maybe. I don't uh, know. We'll have to look at our phones later yeah. and see. If it's the so, same person. she posted her transformation and then was really marketing it for her workout guides. And her oh. workout guides were dumbbell only and resistance band only guides. And it's quote-unquote, the way she transformed her body, which I hate to break it to people, but, like, if you want to drastically change your body and gain a good amount of muscle, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to do it from a six-week dumbbell and resistance band workout guide. Like, it's going to have to be in the gym. Like, it's going to be from your food. So that's another thing is, like, people will so easily manipulate vulnerable people because fitness and wellness is very, like, vulnerable. People are, Mm -hmm. like, being Very very personal. Yeah, very personal. So a lot of time, like big content creators will like take advantage of that and Mm -hmm. sell guides based on their transformation. But that, Mm -hmm. that guide is not how they actually were able to transform quote unquote their body. So that type of stuff really, really bothers me. But, um, yeah, there's just so much out there. One thing I will definitely say for anyone, no matter like what your goals or anything are, is just like have fun with it. Mm -hmm. Don't get so caught up in like the, like, the mental game of it because it can be really hard the mental game of like you end up getting like not the best relationship with your food not the best relationship with working out like it should be fun when you go to the gym like you mm-hmm. want that to be like your let loose like environment
1: yeah we were talking about this right before recording this and i was saying how when i go to the gym alone and let's say there's like cardio machines in front of me or weights i just don't know what to do so it's really not that enjoyable for me and I'm the type of person I love going to a class like I love the sense of community I love being around other people who like we might not all be doing it um in like the correct form but there's Mm -hmm. people around you so you don't feel like silly for not knowing all the time or like somebody that's there guiding you and I've really really fallen in love with taking like classes whether it's cycling um Pilates bar I do a lot of like yoga sculpt classes now too and I think that's a really good way for people to kind of get into fitness and like is by going to those types of classes because they give everything to you yes
0: I agree classes or one thing that planet fitness gets a really bad rep (laughs) in the fitness industry and I don't know why but like signing up for a commercial gym like where you have like all the, the machines that are like it's just machines you just have to hop into the machine and mm-hmm. just use it to lift the weights rather than doing like free weights like anything like that classes like machines that you just sit into or going and just walking on the treadmill like if you're mm-hmm. literally starting from day one scratch like you have not done anything like just getting the membership and just walking on the treadmill for 30 minutes like that's better than nothing mm-hmm. and it's like a slow process to get in there and get comfortable, but it doesn't have to be like this big jump into a changed lifestyle.
1: Yeah, I think for me, realizing that the change was not going to come overnight. Yeah. Like every single day after I work out, I like flex in the mirror. I'm like, okay, (laughs) like okay. I think I feel more muscular. Is it just like, you know, in my mind? Probably. Yeah. But I think also finding a friend that is interested with you and Mm -hmm. like can commit to going to the gym with
0: you. It's always so nice to have a partner that like can hold you accountable, you know? Yes, I agree. My roommate, me and her are like, Like, we have the same goals, the same lifestyle, everything, we, same type of food. Like, we literally do everything together. So, it's nice to have that, but I know, like, it's not, like, that easy to find someone that's, like, yeah, exactly like you, likes exactly what you like to do. Like, it can be hard, but if you, like, say classes, like, if you were to go to your classes and you know someone's going to the same classes every single day at the Mm -hmm. same class that you're going to reach out to them say hi to them like introduce yourself because you never know that could one start a really good friendship or just like an accountability buddy like okay you're going to that class on Tuesday at like 7 30 like okay I'm gonna be there like mm-hmm. it just holds you accountable and like will make you want to go there and I I used to do the same with going to the gym like when I didn't have my roommate Taylor because we just met um last year but even before that I would I had felt like I had like accountability buddies at the gym because we were always going at the same time, having yeah. like small conversations at the gym. <laughs> and it, will, it will hold you accountable. Like you don't even realize it, but it will.
1: Yeah, it's definitely become like my favorite thing to do. It's my favorite part of the day. And I do think that, so, uh, so I don't know if I've told you this yet, but I am starting to take training to teach Pilates. Love and that. Yeah. And the part of that is because what you said about you have to have – hobbies or like different interests outside Mm -hmm. of your passions and like outside of your job yeah and so I was thinking about things that I enjoy and one of them is taking these classes and my only reservation about doing this is that if I change my passion into a job which is like teaching yeah that I won't enjoy the classes as much that's my only kind of fear
0: you know what that's actually a good point I I don't know you know I feel like with something like that at least the gym I used to it's actually funny because I used to do personal training so okay this a year ago I actually had to stop personal training because my like social media full-time job like of like YouTube podcasting like it was so time consumed that I ended up hopping into that but I would say once you fall in love with like really like getting people moving and inspiring Mm -hmm. people in that aspect it's it's a lot of fun so I don't know I feel like you'll we really will, like it. Yeah, yeah,
1: we'll find out. I'll be giving everyone updates. I think that by the beginning of the year is when I'll be around that time. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, I'll have to come to That's, a class.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so I have some questions that I want to kind of like shift gears on. So yeah. one of those fitness trends that I, it's like literally everywhere. Um, one of the ways that people can get into exercising super easy mm-hmm. twelve three thirty three, 12, 30, whatever, 12, through 30. Yeah. Whatever the, um, whatever the order is of that. What are your thoughts on that?
0: I will be honest. This is one that I actually like, do you believe in? Like, okay. I, it depends on like what aspect of like, cause a lot of people will think like, Oh, like, is that going to be how I grow my, my booty? Is that going to be how I slim out my waist? Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that go into those types of things, but I think 12 through 30 is a great form of cardio. Like okay. amazing. Like, Low intense cardio is so much better than high intense cardio because low intense cardio will help you preserve your muscle. Mm -hmm. Whereas high intense cardio is going to maybe not, depending on all all this goes with how much food you're consuming day to day. Mm -hmm. So if you're eating enough and you're doing high intense um, cardio, that's fine. But the low intense cardio, which is the 12, is amazing. Cause you can mm-hmm. conserve your muscle. You can still continue to build muscle. You're not burning too many calories, but you are getting cardio in. And I think 12, is amazing. I do it.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I think a lot of people, um, have fallen into that, like yeah. love for it. Cause you, you do see results. I mean, it's like, mm. a, it takes a little bit of time, but it's pretty easy to do. You put on an audio book or yeah. a podcast or music and you're kind of done and then you're good. Um, okay. So what are your thoughts on Pilates? There's like so many videos on my for you page that are like, it just takes one Pilates class and everyone's saying this is how you get toned. Mm -hmm. Like reformers classes specifically.
0: What do you think? I hate the word toned. I I really hate it because I don't know what people really expect with that because For toning, everybody's bodies are different. And the one thing that is going to like require, quote unquote, like toning is like building muscle. Okay. And with something like Pilates, yes, you can build muscle, but that's going to hit a really quick plateau because when you, like you said, like when you take one class, like immediately, like you start to notice the changes, the differences, whatever, but that's because you're starting it, but then you're going to hit a massive plateau because your body is just going to get so used to it. Mm -hmm. And at least with lifting weights, and weight training, like, you're continuing to go up in weight, you're continuing to, like, really push yourself, you can change the reps and sets, like, building muscle, yeah, so, Pilates, obviously, you're moving your body, it's great, but you gotta also expect what are the, what's the outcome you're looking for with it, like, are you looking to build, like, a fat ass? like, are you (laughs) looking to, like, quote-unquote, tone your biceps, your arms, like, those things, I feel like, You'll see quicker results with if you're lifting weights. Okay. But I will say I have no problem with any form of exercise. Like if you're going to move your body, that's fucking great. Do it. I want you to do it. But just be careful with what your expectations are of Mm -hmm.
1: it. Yeah. From what I've heard, um, uh, like actually a lot of the trainers that I talk to, they say that like they have to do, they hit a plateau exactly. Because they're teaching every day or they're teaching, you know, a couple classes a week and they have to do other exercises outside of that. So what are your thoughts on the combination between like cardio weightlifting and then like I don't know what are the other fucking kinds like like high intensity type stuff
0: yeah like uh hit circuit like circuit yeah exercises. like what do I you think
1: know. is a good kind of balance for someone because I used to be the kind of person I would go to the gym every day in college and I would do whatever a couple miles on the treadmill and then I do a couple miles on the bike and then I would like I don't even know. I would just bullshit whatever I was doing. I would just, like, look around at whatever was open <laughs> just do it. But i do the same thing
0: every day, and then I was getting mad that I wasn't seeing a difference. Yeah, okay. So my take on this is that the most important thing you want to do is you your biggest goal, if if it's a physique goal, if it's a food goal, whatever it is, is to build muscle. That should be your, like, number one thing that you want to do because the more muscle mass you have on your body, the more calories your body will burn at rest. Okay. So. If I'm sitting here, and then there's a massive bodybuilder over there that has a shit ton of muscle on their body, (laughs) and we're both sitting on the couch, and we haven't moved all day, they're going to burn more calories just sitting on the couch than I will, because they have way more muscle mass on their body. Oh. So they can eat way way more food. They can stay leaner, because they have more muscle on them, and they're burning more um, calories at rest. So no matter your goals, if you want to lose weight, gain weight, whatever it is, it should be to build muscle. And with that, I would say, if you are just starting out, trying with full body workouts at the gym, lifting weights. And then if you are, if your goal is still to lose weight, but also build muscle, you're going to do cardio after you lift weights, because I know this is going to, I'm going to try to dumb this down as best as I can. But basically what your body is with food and working out and energy is, when you are eating food, your body is going to be putting all of your carbohydrates as energy in your body, which is your glycogen stores. So your glycogen stores are your first primary energy source. Let me know if I'm losing you, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a science class right now. So I'm like, the i mitochondria. I know. So <laughs> basically, to dumb it down, carbohydrates are your energy source. The more carbs you eat, the more energy you're going to have for your workout. Now, the second all of your carbs are exerted, gone, done, your body is then going to look for its second energy source in your body and that is going to be your fat so your fat stores in your body is going to be your next form of energy so you're going to do all of your weight training using your carbohydrates and then if you want to lose weight you are going to want to do cardio after your your weight trainings because your body is going to be then trying to find your second source of energy and that's going to be the fats the fat cells and then With that, you're going to want to do a low intensity cardio. So the 12-330 is perfect, amazing. And I would say if you are looking to build muscle, you need to be at least weight training three to four times a week. You want to make sure you're hitting each muscle group twice a week. So with that, I would say do legs twice a week okay, and then maybe upper body twice a week. So you can do like a full lower body workout, a full upper body workout, and then just Do it again twice, if that makes sense. Okay. If you guys missed last
1: week's episode, I let you guys in on a little secret that's not so much a secret. But anyways, you still have a few days left for Macy's Early Access Black Friday sale before the actual Black Friday comes and everyone's all frantic and things go out of stock and what you wanted is no longer available. So while you still have a few days, go check it out. It's on Macy's.com forward slash F-O-W. And don't forget to tune in to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on November 24th on Peacock. It is from 9 a.m. to noon. I am manifesting that next year, the 97th annual Thanksgiving Day Parade, I will either be there or be in it. I don't know. I'm manifesting it, speaking it into existence. Go check it out on Macy's.com forward slash Black Friday. And to find more information about the parade, it's Macy's.com forward slash parade. (laughs) let's talk about weight training Yes, because you and your roommate Taylor are literally insane. Every time I watch your guys' videos, I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could be that kind of person. And you <laughs> you totally can, can. Be. Yeah, you can be. <laughs> yes. So what's your advice for girls that want to lift weights, but are nervous to go to the gym, you're embarrassed, or like you, you're just really in your head. Cause that's, that's me. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: First of all, I would say get out of your head feeling that way because literally within the last year and a half, two years, the amount of girls that have started weight training is ridiculous. Like I went home. um, So I started weight training obviously at like my home gym and I was like the only girl ever lifting any types of weights. And then I went home a few months ago and the amount of girls that were at that gym, like it just, the difference was insane. So nowadays it's so much more normal for a girl to be in the weight section with the guys like it's so normal and if anything they're probably staring at you if that's like something that intimidates you because that was one thing when I first started was like getting intimidated by like men like looking at me feeling like I'm not I'm not meant to be here yeah and if anything they're probably just looking at you like wow like props to her she's here the gym is like one of the most uplifting exciting environments to be in and I just feel like You should get yourself in there slowly, but it has to happen. Like if you're sitting here listening to this right now and you're like, okay, I want to start, but like, where do I start? Like just get up, put your shoes on, get your gym outfit on and go on that treadmill at the gym, walk around, scan out the gym, see what the equipment is, see where everything is. And if you want to just follow like a quick workout, like from Mm -hmm. Instagram or something, do that. that and then like get comfortable with it. You don't have to jump right into like a program or like knowing what you're doing by any means. Like just getting yourself equipped with it is super important. The first year and a half of me lifting weights, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> like I literally, I wait, I would say I wasted a year and a half of my life in the gym and I could be a year and a half more advanced than I am. But honestly, if it wasn't for that whole entire year and a half of just, like, learning what I was doing, like, I probably wouldn't even be where I am now and comfortable with it. I maybe probably would have just given up, you know? So yeah. it's just getting up, going, and getting yourself to the gym, doing the basics. Like like I said earlier, the the – machines where you can literally just sit into and then like they have the little cable where you can like adjust the weight those are the easiest machines to I use love because you're not you're not at risk of hurting yourself at all because all those machines are pre um predicted ranges of motion which means like if you're hopping into the leg press like you already know like the way it's your body's gonna, crush gonna move you. yeah it's not gonna crush you like whereas okay. if you were doing a back squat with a barbell you have to know what you're kind of doing, you know what I mean? So, like, you have to know what you're doing. You will get into that um, spot in your life where you're able to, you know, use the barbell, use the dumbbells. But just start off simple. Use the leg press machine. Use the preacher curl bicep machine. Like, use them all play around, have fun with it. I remember when I first started at the Planet Fitness, I was just walking down the line doing each machine and that was my workout and I would leave. It's so funny you say that because that's actually
1: what I would do in college um, at our like big recreation center. I don't have an actual gym membership anymore. I used to have a gym at my last apartment, but now it's like just the classes, but that's exactly what I would do. And I always felt so totally fine to do it if there was no one at the gym at that point mm-hmm. so like if it takes you maybe going to the gym earlier in the morning when there's no one there or actually like I don't know I don't really know when when is like the busiest time of the gym
0: probably after work okay like four to six probably
1: yeah if you can go when it's like not super busy what I used to love doing was grabbing weights and going into like the aerobics room Mm -hmm. where there's a big mirror and I can just stand and watch myself. And then I would put on like a YouTube video or I would look at people on Instagram. I've done Sam's legs and butt workouts before. And I'm not kidding Mm -hmm. you. I actually can't walk the next day. But knowing that like also in my mind, whenever I go to the gym, I'm never looking at a guy and being like, he looks so stupid. He's doing it wrong. I know. I've never thought that about anyone. So why would I think that they're thinking that about me?
0: Exactly. If anything, they're probably just like, over glancing past you <laughs> and you think that they're looking at you because like I zone I'm at the gym I have my headphones and I'm just like zoned out like I'll look in one direction and I end up catching eyes with someone I'm like damn they probably thought I was just staring at them when in reality I was just like so zoned out and just staring into the space so yeah um it's definitely an environment where you can e- very easily get in your head with like the comfortability of it mm-hmm. but like I said just jump right into it and you'll get so comfortable like like that you'll feel like it's second nature.
1: So, We were talking about how so much of your life, your content, social media is working out and exercising and all of that. How do you still have like fun and specifically fun on weekdays while not constricting yourself?
0: Of course. Yeah. I love talking about this because I feel like in the gym community at least, like, people get so fixated on, like, I gotta eat chicken and rice, I can't go out, like, (laughs) gotta get to the gym, yeah, like, gotta meal prep, and like, I'm the complete opposite of that, like, I go out on the weekends, like, I have a good time, but I do it in moderation, and like, the one thing you just need to remember is, like, stress, first of all, stress is a very big thing on your body, like, if you are stressed out, you are going to retain so much water, you are going to feel puffy, you are going to feel low energy, so like, if you treat your w- weekends properly and like allow yourself to let loose during the week when you're trying to go to the gym, you're not going to feel puffy. You're not going to feel low energy. So like the weekends are really important to me. And what I try to do is I'll try to go out maybe only like once a once a weekend to mm-hmm. kind of make sure I'm still able to like hit my goals, feel good for the week. And one thing I love doing is I bring Mio like the little Mio oh, juice yeah. packs like, little squirty things with me, and I'll just order, like, a tequila water at the bar, and I'll be squirting, like, the Mio into my drink, and, like, it's the easiest, like, best drink you could possibly have, but in terms of, like, being out, you got to remember, like, you can't go overboard with the alcohol. I'm kind of a lightweight, like, I'm not going to lie, like, three (laughs) drinks will get me going for the night, which is fantastic. It helps me a lot, Um, but, like, if you're overdoing it with the alcohol, it may play a huge role on you know the rest of the week, mm-hmm. I try to get back to bed around like midnight. I Irish goodbye like no wonder when I'm out, <laughs> it's so bad. My my friends are like, "Where did you go?" I'm like, "I got I got to go to bed." Like <laughs> I start my my nights early. I'll end up going probably out around like 7:30, which is so. Oh my early. gosh, it's really early. Yeah,
1: people here sometimes don't even go out until like 11. We'll oh, drive down Rainy Street. You're like, where not. is everyone? My
0: friends, if they do that, I'm like, I'm just letting you know right now, I'm not going out. Like, I will hang at the pregame. <laughs> So the second you guys go to the bar at 11 30 like there's no point in me going because you guys are going to the bar at 11 30 I only want to be there for 30 minutes because like I don't want to be out until like three in the morning so yeah I'll usually just leave after the pregame and that's totally fine but <laughs> you need to let loose on the weekends
1: okay so like during the week is your time to work you do so much by the way with like how much shit that you and Taylor do yeah. like you you do your Instagram TikTok yeah. YouTube and podcast you guys do two episodes a week
0: One right now, and then going into the holidays, we're going to be doing one a day.
1: Yeah. One a day. Oh, my God. And I remember last holiday, too, I saw you guys at the grocery store, and don't you do like a video every day on YouTube as well? Yes.
0: Well, so that time last year, we were doing two episodes a week, and it was a guest once a week and ourselves once a week. But yeah, we like our podcast Instagram, like we are making sure we have like a post up every day.
1: Yeah. It's insane. And do you do the graphics for your Instagram as well? Yeah. They always look so damn good. I'm like, who does their Instagram? And then when you said you're a graphic designer, I'm like, Oh yeah, Sam does it. Oh my gosh. So you are like, what's the word piled up with work during the week. And then you kind of let loose like on the weekends.
0: Okay. It's very important to do that. Like I said, like the stress, like you probably don't even notice, like most people are like, Oh, like I'm so bloated. Like because of something I ate or like I'm so bloated because of this like no what about the stress like the stress is plays such a big role in like retention of water and bloating like if you have like everything in line with like work weekends friends family like whatever it is and you're not super stressed out you will notice like a very big difference in like the way you feel inside your body
1: okay yeah I just started learning about um like hormones and how that yeah. plays into. I'm not like exercising anymore, so
0: I've been slowly learning more about that stuff.
1: Yeah, I haven't been on it for so long, and honestly, like I guess I just never really took the time to learn about it. I yeah. guess, Um, but I will say, like the whole thing about floating and all that and stress is like your cortisol is high. Mm-hmm. So, like in order to balance your hormones, you have to lower your cortisol, which is essentially your stress. Yeah, and I'm still trying to figure out how the fuck to do that because it's so hard. Like. I think I get stressed about so many things in my life, you me know, too. it's not just working out. It's like what I'm eating. It's like work, it's relationships, it's friendships. It's like everything in life is kind of stressful. Like, how is it, it is. not? You know, no,
0: it is. I, don't get me wrong. I get stressed like all the time, but like <laughs> I'll notice like I will usually blame how my body feels on my stress. And then that's when I'll kind of like sit back, reflect and be like, okay, like what can I fix right now okay. to kind of like de-stress myself because I have maybe way too many things on my plate. Maybe there is, like, a a friendship or, like, something that's stressing me out with, like, a relationship with somebody. Like, I just try to figure it out the best I can because it does take a big toll on you.
1: Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. Like, blaming the way you're feeling on that versus what you ate or yeah. working out or not working out. Uh-huh. That's that's a good way to think about it. Um, So, speaking of relationships, yes. Sam is single.
0: I am very single. And I <laughs> want
1: to know what it's like. Um. Do you typically go for guys that are like always in the gym? Like what's what's your what's your type?
0: Okay, so I've had some really bad issues. I used to think like I wanted like the gym bro, like <laughs> takes care of himself, is always at the gym, like we can be like the like the fitness, fitness like couple, couple like yeah. inspo that everyone has. Like no, like I've had like the worst time trying to find a man like that because they're so consumed by The gym, at least the ones that I've had the experience with, I know all gym bros are not the same, but, like, the guys that I've had the experience with, like, literally, is they're just so toxic in the sense that they are, I think, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I think men are more toxic than females are in terms of, like, body image and, like, getting to the gym and everything. Like, they take things so hardcore. And I feel like as someone who's come from a past of, like, restrictive eating and, like, body dysmorphia. Like, I can't be with someone that's, like, so A1 with, like, their routine because mm. I'm so balanced with it that, like, I would feel so... Kind of ba- go back to bad. that place. Yeah, I would feel bad about myself. Like, oh, maybe... So I've had... a. There, Do you know where Elfland is? Like, the gym in Houston? I've heard of it, yeah. It's the... It's basically the <laughs> LA version of, like, fitness. So, like all the fitness influencers are out in Houston, like at alpha land. And like, I was talking to this one guy that lives there and he would come here all the time. We would hang out and whatnot. And I invited him onto the lake on a boat. And I was like, Hey, like we're going on a boat this weekend. Like, do you want to come? And he was like, I got to film content. Like, are there going to be dumbbells on the boat? And I'm like, no, there's not gonna be dumbbells on the boat. He was like, well, I can't come then. Cause I got to work out. And like, I need to get a nice pump and like film my content. I was like, oh my goodness, like, thank God you, like, told me that and, like, gave me that massive red flag because if I ever got stuck in a relationship like that, that someone was so invested into fitness like that and couldn't have fun on the weekends, I would lose my mind.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I bet that'd probably be hard, too. Do you ever feel like um, maybe it's also a sense of competitiveness?
0: Yes, Okay. percent See, the good thing about me and my roommate is we're not competitive with that stuff because maybe just because, like, we don't have, like, like, we're roommates. Like, it's not, like... Mm So yeah, you like, guys we, seem like
1: you have such a good, healthy yeah, friendship.
0: We, like, bounce off of each other really well in terms of, like, staying disciplined and motivated. But in the sense of, like a like, a relationship, I just feel like if I were to do something, like, hey, like, I'm going to go out and drink this weekend. And he's like, oh, well, I'm staying in. Like, I don't drink. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to feel bad maybe that I'm going out. Like, is that bad? Like, should I also be on my game? Like, should I miss out on the alcohol so that way i can make sure to still hit my goals like yeah it's and also kind of impress
1: them and not have them think that you know
0: so i don't know if i've just had a really hard time with like the gym bros i just (laughs) would love to find somebody that's kind of like-minded like myself that monday to friday goes to the gym hard meal preps Mm
1: -hmm. doesn't eat
0: out i don't eat out on the during the week i try not to i'll try to eat out on the weekends and then i'll probably eat out like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or just Friday, Saturday. One, because it's so expensive to eat yeah. all the time. But, um, yeah, and the weekends roll around, and I'm like, I let loose. Like, I don't want someone to kind of make me feel bad for letting loose on the weekends
1: yeah that's a that's a really good point I feel like that would be hard to find the balance you know obviously find somebody that's equally as interested in fitness as you but yeah also has the balance that you've worked so hard for it for like years to find Uh, okay so let's say you find a really cute boy in the gym anybody that has a gym crush what is your (laughs) yes and no like way to approach the person
0: okay so I've I've been doing so many series on TikTok about this, like about girls approaching guys or guys approaching girls. I and love
1: it though, because I feel like everybody has had a gym crush at some oh, 100%. point. But I feel like it's really intimidating to go to go up to someone.
0: Yeah. And one thing I've realized over the years, I've had better like <laughs> chances of like, you know, pursuing something with a guy when I'm the one going up to them. Mm. Because guys I think, are too intimidated to go up to a girl at the gym because, one, they don't want to come off as a perv. They don't want to, you know, interrupt your workout. They want to be polite. They don't want to be, like, rude about it. So I think where I've seen the most success is, like, the girls going up to the guys. And the best way and any time mm-hmm. to, like, ever approach anyone at the gym is, like, between sets. Um, okay. Or if you notice that they are re-racking the weight from, like, the barbell or, like, the dumbbell or anything, mm-hmm. and, like, you can just be like, hey, like, act like you want to use the machine like no like leave the weights it's fine and then they're like they'll take out their headphone they're like what because I do not hear you I'm literally picturing it happening uh, in my oh oh, it's happened quite a bit as I actually with the um the guy on the 20 somethings Netflix show this is how it happened okay like we were at the gym and we were using two machines next to each other and I he was going to re-rack weight and I was also going to re-rack weight, and he wanted to use the machine I was using. He was like, oh, are you using that still? And I, like, pulled out my earbud, and I was like, what? And then... <laughs> what did you yeah, say? Yeah, no, literally, I was like, what did you say? <laughs> and he was like, are you using that? And then because my earbud was out, he took the opportunity to talk to me a little bit longer. We ended up getting in, like, a pretty long conversation, and then we exchanged phone numbers, and then the rest was his- history after that one, but, like... Yeah,
1: and then you went on the show, yeah. and then they totally
0: screwed you over, <laughs> <Literally>. and... <laughs> no, but literally, so that's... That's what happens. Okay,
1: so that is how you should approach someone. And then what is one way that, like, you shouldn't approach someone at the gym?
0: Mid-set. I had the other day, so don't come up to me. I was, (laughs) so you got to be careful, too. So, like, supersets. Do you know what that is? Like, when you superset two exercises? Uh, (laughs) I want to say I do, but. So, supersets is, like, when you do two different exercises, but you're doing them, like, right one after the other like oh. there's no rest between each so like and do you go down in reps when you do it or no am no, I that's, it's an indif- that's a drop set
1: oh, okay yeah so <laughs>
0: superset is like I'm doing like bicep curls and then I'm gonna immediately go into like lat raises okay so I'm doing two exercises in one set so I was like in between two so like I think he thought I was done okay. but I was going into my superset of doing like the second exercise and he comes up and he goes hey and I'm like Okay, I'm mid workout, so I have to stop, drop the dumbbells, take out my but I'm like, hello, like what's up? <laughs> He's like, the, the sometimes too because I do have like social media. Like guys will also be really weird of their approach to me a little bit. Like, hey, like I would love to collab with you. I'm like, <laughs> no, like it's no so, way. Yes, and I'm like can we talk about this later? Like, or like, do you want to email me? I'm like, do you want to email my like email, like on my bio? Like this guy, he he wanted to like offer me like uh, his coffee startup thing, like mid workout. I was like, this is not how you approach me. Like at the gym, like I'm at the gym not to do business. Like I'm at the gym to just work out. So make sure that they're fully between sets, not like mid workout. Oh my God. Want to collab? No, the amount of times I get that it's so icky. The fitness industry is so icky. I can't, it, it, it cringes me out. Yeah. It's so it's so different than um like the space that you're in. Like one way to like really really grow in like the fitness industry is like quote unquote collabing with people, working really? out like working out together oh. and like making videos together. It's like I I can't stand it.
1: Interesting. So yeah. you think like the industry as a whole is competitive then, and it's Very. kind of like using each other.
0: It's, yeah, but like not in a good way. Like you okay. use each other. I feel like and you don't really get benefit out of it, it's just, like, someone's using you, and they're probably never going to talk to you again, like, I've had so many bad scenarios where, like, I meet up with people thinking they're going to become my friends, and, yeah. like, I really want to meet up with them, because, like, I, I, I want friends, like, I just moved to Austin, Texas, like, mm-hmm. I'll drive over to Houston, whatever, and I'm, like, really looking to make friends, and then I realized, like, they didn't really want anything out of that, they just wanted to, like, make content together. Yeah. And it's been really hard to find, like, in the fitness industry, people that genuinely want to just like go to the gym with you not and
1: not film a video while you're there
0: something yeah exactly so that has been really hard um and that's one thing that i realized is i don't really like having friends that do social media like that because it's hard to like hang out with them and that like i don't know i've had so many bad experiences
1: with it yeah i can imagine definitely i mean overall i feel like social media friends are you know you might have expectations when you see someone online and then you meet them in person and it might not be the yeah. same. And I feel like sometimes that can be really hard, especially after you hang out with somebody one time and like maybe you don't vibe. Like, how do you, you know, oh, how do you say that?
0: And then the people, like the the audience, the listeners or the viewers or anything will think like, oh, they're, oh, they're some, best friends. Yeah, there's, eh. there's best friends. They hung out once. They made a video together. And I'm like, it's not like that. It's like, say you're in class and you have like everyone in your class and you did like a project together okay. in class. Do you think because you did a project together in class that all of a sudden these two people are best friends? No. So why in social media is it not, like, the same way? Because, like, in a sense, like, that's what it is. Like, we did a video together, a project together. Yeah. Why are you guys just assuming we're best friends?
1: Yeah, totally. Huh. So you feel like it's kind of hard to make friends in the fitness industry 100%, then? 100%, Yeah. Okay, good. Well, you have me here and I'm yes. not part of the fitness industry, I know. so.
0: Thank, thank
1: God. <laughs> so just some last minute questions. I wanted to ask you like yes or no about yeah. things like yes or no. Okay. Uh, Booty bands.
0: No. No? No, I hate them.
1: Okay. No to booty bands. What about bands when you're like using them on your arms and you're doing like arm Like you can things? use them as
0: like a warm up. Okay. My, my thing with the booty bands is like in the fitness industry with creators, like kind of with the, like the workout guides is like they'll promote their booty bands as the reason that they built their, their booty, which is literally impossible. Like, you can, like, you're going to plateau with the booty band. So, like, using a booty band, like, you're not going to grow a fat dump truck <laughs> from using it. Like, it's just not going to happen. And when you're hip thrusting and, like, you're putting maybe 300 pounds on the barbell and you're hip thrusting and you have, a bo- like, a booty band there, okay. it's not doing anything. Okay, Like, it's the weights that are, are doing the job. So, I just feel like it's a really unnecessary accessory and people are spending so much money on like all these accessories that they just don't need
1: okay along the same lines what about like ankle weights
0: depends on who you use them like if you're like because I know like Pilates and yoga and stuff yeah. and you can use those like that will definitely help you in fundamentals but like if you're in the gym like you might as well pick up like the 25 pound plate or dumbbell you know
1: okay okay um <laughs> this might this might not be the answer I want I don't know I'm not really sure what you're gonna say what about Chloe Ting ab workouts stop really I love doing them for real
0: yes oh my god okay so what what would you expect out of them
1: well I just I like that my core feels like horrible after I do it not Uh, horrible but like you know like super like tight I feel like I had a good core workout yeah
0: for sure 100% but (laughs) the thing you need to take away from like core exercises or ab exercises like i I I don't have a six pack, but like I I have like a toned stomach and I don't do abs. I cannot remember the last time I've done abs. Okay, And the one thing that anyone should ever take away from like an ab, ab exercise or program or anything is like the most important piece is your nutrition. Like you can train your core all you want. Okay. But that doesn't determine if you want to get like a toned stomach or six pack or whatever. Like you need to eat properly, and lose the weight before you even consider doing this the um core workouts or the chloe ting like which gotcha. are, what are, I, i'm not too oh, familiar girl. on like what they are
1: oh they're like 10 minute workouts i feel it really popped off during quarantine yeah. i think just overall like at home workouts were yeah. the thing um but she has so many and i've done those i've done alexis Wren's actually i was in a core power class um in new york and My friend Lily was teaching the class and Alexis Ren came in like super last minute, wanted to get in the class, but it was full. And she ended up going in the other class right next door. We all get out of class at the same time. And like, you can just see everyone's face kind of looking around like, is that Alexis Ren right now? Like, is that, and it it sure enough was. And as she was leaving, I was like, Oh, what are you doing at core power? Like I do your ab workouts on YouTube, but like, I don't know. it's, It's about like 10 minutes long and it's just nonstop core workouts and I mean it's probably things that I could probably come up with on my own if I just think about like every core exercise that exists and just do it for 10 minutes but um I don't know I don't know I know a lot of people do it and I just wanted your thoughts
0: yeah I would say scratch the ab exercises take your 10 minutes 20 minutes whatever however long that is and like take that time you have and put it into like your weight training session okay because when you are weight training and if, if done properly you're actually using your core when you're back squatting when you're deadlifting, when you're benching because it's a full body compound movement so you're engaging your core you need a, a, to brace your core you need a tight core so you're you're getting a workout in through your abs during okay. your your weight training session so I just don't do abs like ever like just because I don't need to because I'm bracing my core using my core during my lifts but um yeah like obviously a strong core is really important but i don't think anyone needs to be training abs more than once a week.
1: Okay, good to know. Good to know. I, I that's good information. Okay, and then the last one is what is the best workout for your butt?
0: For your butt? Yeah.
1: This
0: I mean there's so many one. out there. I
1: watch your videos and no, i've done them. And i know, this and is I know it freaking works cuz i feel so it.
0: Many. I would say hip thrust. Okay. Barbell that's when you like on the bench yeah. and you okay. Yep. Barbell hip thrust i would say are definitely the best. Um, and then depends on like, I would say back squat too, but like back squats, like overall your lower body, like I would say hip thrust, number one, back squat, number two, and then RDLs, um, would be like number three.
1: Okay. Good to know. Everybody here take notes. Yeah. Well, that is about the end of it. Um, for anybody that wants to follow Sam, plug yourself. You got so many platforms. Oh my gosh.
0: I know. I actually, so I changed my Instagram this year. It used to be Sam Taylor underscore fitness. It's no longer that because like I said, I want to do more than just fitness. So it's Sam Taylor, but there's two S's at the beginning. So it's S Sam dot (laughs) T. So two T's Taylor if that makes any sense, because they don't Sam have, I know, it's Taylor. <laughs> they didn't have my name. Like someone has it. I was like, damn, like that stinks. So that's mine. And then you can find my podcast, the F word podcast, which is fitness uncensored. Um, you can find that on Spotify, Apple podcasts, YouTube, you name it. You can also find it on Instagram. And then from there, if you want to just go to that Instagram, you can find me in the bio.
1: Love it. Well, we'll put it in the episode description as well. Like I said, Sam has been a resource for me to learn about weightlifting because I mean, it, it's different also to have a girl to look up to yeah. about like, weight training 100%. um versus just going to the gym with Connor you know sometimes yeah. i feel like what he's doing isn't necessarily like what i should do yeah. for my body
0: 100%. um
1: so yeah highly encourage you to go follow sam and check out her uh you know stuff all of her things listen to her podcast and at the end of every episode i ask my guest what is your fun on weekday idea for people and it can be or it doesn't have to be fitness related
0: Oh my goodness, I have been so addicted to the Monopoly deal card game. Oh, okay. <laughs> Me and my friends do a card game. I know this is so, you <laughs> no, probably weren't it. expecting that. Um, my fun on weekdays is playing card games with my friends um, on either Wednesday or Thursday night. I love that. Okay. Is it a board game? No, it's a card game. Like it's really Monopoly, like the Monopoly board game as cards. Okay. It's so much fun. I definitely recommend getting it and playing it with your friends because it's addicting.
1: Okay, cool. That's also maybe a good like holiday gift too. Yes. Perfect. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and everything will be linked in the description and I'll talk to you next Tuesday.
0: Sounds good. Thanks for having me. (laughs)